everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Watch Your Dark with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. What the hell was that? Um, so, donuts. I'm pissed. <laughs> <coughs> sorry, um, that was a loud laugh. I'm before sorry. we get like, like, did you know that? So you know that I've been I've been going to Jeff's because it's Jeff's, right? It's the best donut place around. I bet. But sometimes I don't want a donut like that. Like that donut. That, that's a commitment donut. They're like, a big a donut. donut. Yeah, we we talked about this. They're a so, large donut. Last week, I was like, you know what? I'll go to King. I'll go back to King. Which I still, I've yet to been to King or the Duck one. They King now has to sign their door. You have to spend $10 if you want to use a credit card. Bullshit. Which, which I get because the credit card fees could, could, I think for small businesses and stuff like that, the credit card fees are a lot. But I walked in, I was like, fuck, I'm a, I'm a, I don't need $10 for the fucking donuts. I just want look, one. Look, we Emily uses Square, which does credit card transactions at her craft fairs. It's like two percent of, of a transaction. Oh well, I mean, I don't. Know. It's not a but lot. It's really, but it was it really annoying. Like I left, and today I was like, I don't need a Jeff's donut. I don't want to spit. I don't. I don't need a big ass donut like that. Yeah, I, yeah. So I had to go. I had to get a gas station fucking donut, which to be fair was Krispy Kreme, but still. And um, then what's but what's annoying about that is I got that donut. And guess how much that donut is? One single donut. Five dollars. No, it's like two dollars and ten cent. Oh, how much of the donuts at Jeff's? Two dollars and ten cents. Two fifty. Yeah. So I would have gotten the donut triple the size for 46 more. It and just a, seems like and a, a I mean, okay, nothing wrong. Krispy Kreme is good, especially the freshly baked glazed ones when they're like hot out the oven. Yeah. But Jess, I feel like are better than Krispy Kreme in a general sense because they're always fresh to me. Here's the thing. If I want a glazed, like I, I will say Krispy Kreme probably has the best like just plain glazed yes. donut. Well, they, they just like dissolve in your mouth. They're delicious. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I, I think Jeff's donuts when they're big and doughy is great when you want a lot of shit on it, which is like when you, when you need like when you want like a bunch of shit on it, when mm-hmm. you want like you're, you're having like cream and icing and stuff like that and you have that stuff filling it. The I chocolate think, with a dollop of peanut butter yeah, right in the yeah, middle. I think that stuff makes sense because the, it's so doughy that it kind of is able to, it's so big that it kind of like balances out. It can support the weight of the other ingredients. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of the time. Because we all know what happened last time when I got that cream donut and it was too much cream. Random question, and I've never like looked at this. Does mm-hmm. Jeff's have a like an original glazed? Yeah, I've never had it. See, I like the crisp, the crispy cream ones. The glaze, regardless of how long the donut's been there, it's just so it's just so thin. It's like the perfect consistency. Like sometimes you get a, you get a donut that's like a big donut like Jeff's, and yeah. the glaze is like a thicker glaze. So I don't really get, here's the thing. I think a glazed donut is the one donut where you can really pile on the glaze and it'd be okay. Jeff yes. doesn't do that with their glaze. So it's like you do lose. Maybe that's why I haven't really looked into it because yeah. it, it's not covered. By yeah. the way, Jess, if you're listening, give us a, uh, um, a support here. If you want to sponsor us, we are more than happy to support you every single time, every week. Can I support y'all all the time? I'll be buying them donuts. Look, we, I, I, I visit, I visit three locations, one in Indiana. I visit the one out by town fair, out by Taylor yep. road and Hurstbourne lane. Yep. And I visit the one in Springhurst. It's one of y'all new ones. The, I go to all of them. The Springhurst one. Amazing. Um, I will say the other day we, we went and Emily was getting donuts. We walked up because we have the um, membership number through my dad's phone number. Uh, we randomly had $7 in rewards because Cute. we get. So, yeah, so you got Cute. free donuts. Again, Cute. Jeff, Cute. if you want to sponsor, we're here. Um, so, here we go. Uh, today, you guys, we're, we're, today's kind of a hodgepodge. We're really talking about, <laughs> we're going to talk about a couple of TV shows that we've watched that we're not really reviewing that we just kind of stumbled upon. Yeah. Uh, we're going to briefly, even though it's been like a week already, we're going to briefly talk about the Grammys, and then even though this is going to drop after the game ends, we're going to briefly speak about football because, you know, super, MJ's here. We're so gonna, We're going to talk about the Usher concert. I mean, well, yeah, sure. Uh, so, first, do you want to, like, so, 
I feel like I've talked about this before, maybe. I think you mentioned the show, but you didn't. You hadn't started at the, t- at yeah. the time when you last mentioned it, so go ahead. So maybe like three weeks ago, yeah. I, that show Trust, The Game of Greed, came out on Netflix. And good name. quick reminder of, of what it is. It's basically, they, they say, hey, 11 people. I think it's 11. It's like 11 people. And they're like, hey, there is $250,000, I think. I don't remember how much. Okay. It is. And they say, you all, this money is yours. You've already won. It's split evenly between all of you. You've won. Yeah. Great. But what we're going to do is we're going to have these these tests. Uh, we're going to have these. these Every other night, you guys can come up here to these, this cliff, and you can either say, you know what? I'm not voting anyone out of the trust. I'm okay. just going to, you know, you don't, but. You don't build that trust. But if you, uh, if somebody votes for someone to be kicked out of the trust, that person gets kicked out. So like, but it's like a, it's a thing where let's say no one says anything, but one person votes that one vote sends that person home. Oh, so it's not like a number of votes. It's like if everybody goes up there and nobody votes, then everybody stays. But it's like if you if if one person says one person's name and everybody's like we're not gonna vote we're not gonna do anything and one person goes goes against that and votes somebody then that yeah. person and it's a secret vote. So question do do they rotate who goes oh so it's okay so you don't see okay that answers my question like if I'm the last person and I'm I got a beef against so and so and I've seen how everybody else is voting. Yeah, you don't know. Okay. Like you, you have you have to hope that they're. So you have to hope that people are going to stick stick to their word and say we're not going to. So vote you can't make it a strategy to be like the last person in rotation. And, right. Okay. No, because it's a secret vote. Gotcha. Um, and they have these little tests that are in there. Like, like one test was like, uh, they picked two people. And they got to go in the vault, and it was like option one: you either you take each of you could take five thousand dollars each out yeah. of the trust, out of the the money we have. You could take. $5,000 each, but you both have to vote for the same person tonight to like be voted out of the trust. Oh, and this is, and it is, it is something they would tell the people what option they chose. Yeah, they yeah. leave. And then option two was like, you lose $10,000 out of the trust, which would have happened anyway. And you get to save somebody from being voted oh. out. Um, so yeah, it's stuff like that. But, but what's annoying to me is like, I watched the first episode like weeks ago and I was like, I feel like, I feel like the way you felt about Real Housewives of New York, where I'm like, these people were told. I feel like these people were told to Planned like. Planned and kind of like orchestrated. Some of them just feel, I'm like, you're a little too, a little too, like you're a little too crazy and aggressive. Or, yeah, I get like, that. And they voted somebody out the first episode, and this person was like, um, people are walking around here like, ooh, kubaya, we could all, we're all winners if we just don't say anything. It's like, that's bullshit. It's like, no, it's not. It's actually fucking true. Like, yeah. you're, you're like if you don't do shit, everybody gets something. So everybody why? Everybody gets like 20 grand. So why? And it's that. So I watched the second episode. And? And I still fucking hate it. Like, I just, I don't know if I hate it. I think I'm just like, these people are obnoxious. And it's like, it's really, this one girl is like, uh, this guy is emotionally blackmailing me, but in the other the next scene, she's emotionally blackmailing him. It doesn't make any sense. Like this, yeah, this one that. girl is like, they had to light up and say who was the smartest. And this guy was like, I think I'm the smartest. And she was like, well, I think I'm smarter than you. I have street smarts. And, and um, I have a degree in his. And he was like, yeah, well, I've flown helicopters. I'm in the army. I've done this. I've done that. Whatever. So just back and forth. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I don't understand why you wouldn't. I'm really mad about you for that because that's stupid. But then she obviously in the confessional was like, I'm going to flirt with this dude and make him, you know, like me so that it gets me further in the game. But you are like, she's fully emotionally blackmailing this dude. And I'm like, is that part of the game? I'm like, do you like there's, and then she's like crying about it. And I'm like, is she serious? But like, what does that do? Does, like, does that think, does she make, 
I'm trying to think, if she makes that connection, does she think sh- that way he won't ever vote for her? I guess so, because I think he even said, he goes, I would never vote for you, because he, he had to line him up and say, again, like, who he thinks was the most loyal. And he put her, like, in the middle, and she was like, I don't understand that. We've had so many conversations. I'm like, you guys have been in this house for exactly 14 seconds. Like, yeah. what kind of connection have you really made between you batting your eyelashes to him? And 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 I might say that he was, like, he's, like, the best guy, because he's, he's, yeah, exactly. he's, he's a... He's a white privileged, like, he, he really did think he was the best. He was like, I'm the leader. I'm this. I'm that. And I'm like, like Dude, that. that's not going to seem right. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's because, I think what happens is, like, I think after, like, a couple of episodes, I would like somebody. And I don't like any of these people. Actually, there's one. There's one redeeming person. His name is Brian. And he's, hey. like, the country dude. He's the one that was like, dude, like, we could all just walk away with money if we just don't do anything. And... He's like the most genuine, but the rest, I don't know. If you guys have watched this show, all the episodes are out. They probably already know who won. Like, so is it worth it? Like, I want to know. I know we're probably telling you guys, is it is it a watch or not? But I need somebody to tell me. Based on your your quick two episode synopsis, it does not sound worth it. That the 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 premise is cool. I bet that people aren't watching, so I bet Netflix terms it next season i don't know the the the, the, I, the part of it intrigues me like i was yeah. like oh this, this is a kind of a cool concept of like hey you guys are gonna know each other hopefully you got like will these people initially can you all live with the fact of like hey we all have money we can all walk away if we just so do they ever have the option to add to the money i think the first episode that was one of the options one of the options was you could add money but you have to you have to you have to keep two people from voting tonight. Uh-huh. And then I don't remember what the other options because they chose that option of like adding five thousand dollars to the pot. Yeah. Or or the first option was like split five thousand dollars between you two people. Yeah, yeah. And something else. And the other option was add five thousand dollars to the pot. And but you have to take you have to take two people's votes away. And they and they chose that. And they chose the two people whose names are first on the board, which is like this guy named Bryce and this black girl named named Tula or Tola. Yeah. And then Tula felt some type of way because she was like, You took my power away. And it was like, Well, if we're not voting, then why do you need power? But like that was the whole like it was just weird. And being the first episode, like wouldn't you want to take all the opportunity to get more money into the pot so in the end right. you get more out? But her thing was like, You took my power away from me. And I'm like and and and, and, and her whole thing was like that's just what I mean. You know, black women all black people always. We know this. We we know black people are fucking shit up, shit on in this country. We know that. I get it. And but it was just like in that moment, I was like, they've known you for fourteen seconds. Like they don't. You're really, the only name I remembered. Like they had a they have a list of names in front of them. Oh. To tell them. So I'm like, if you were all you were all kubaya earlier, say we're not going to vote anybody. So at this point, it doesn't really matter. But you're mad because you already decided that you were going to vote this dude out. You and your girlfriends that yeah. already decided you were going to. So now you're mad. I don't know. It's the, it's it's like that. It's just like I just think these people are reprehensible. I don't think any of them deserve money. Well, and it sounds like everybody's just really petty to be petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like a traitors where where, where you're finding small things about people, but that's to where like you, use against them. But at least that point. The, either the traders are using it to manipulate the other people and take the heat off of them, right? Or you're using it to figure out who, who the, the traders fuck the tra- are. Yeah, this one is literally just like I like the way you looked at me today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote you out, and I hope I'm the only person doing it, so you can just be gone. So stupid. Like what, what, like the guy they voted out the first episode, I think they were like, we just didn't find you to be super genuine. You just seemed like to be like you were yeah. just a ladies' man, and I was like. This too, whatever it was stupid, uh, it's weird. Um, but whatever. So you want to talk about yes. another show? Uh, a show that I found on Amazon Prime, which apparently has been out for a while. Um, it's a 
adult cartoon. I will very much say it is a adult themed cartoon. Do not let your children watch this cartoon. Are there boobs in it? Uh, no, but there is a bunch of implied gay sex. Oh, cute. Um, it's called Has Been Hotel. It is a show that started out as a YouTube channel um, or a YouTube like first Series? episode. Uh, I think there was only one episode mm. and then it got picked up by Amazon. Um, and it took a while to get all of them made. But honestly, the premise of the show is literally it follows the daughter of Lucifer in hell. And her whole stick is she's trying to figure out how to save slash redeem the souls of the damned and possibly get them to go to heaven. Mm. Mm. Um, because each year the angels come down and execute a large population of the de- of the devils in hell to make sure they can't have enough power to rise up and attack heaven. Mm. Um, <laughs> so she's trying to be like, oh, instead of you just killing them, let's give them a chance to redeem themselves. I'm going to start this hotel where people can come live and be, you know, redeemed and, and show the better part of learning how to be nice to people. And then they can earn their way to heaven. Oh, halfway house. Pretty much. Um, and so like the people, Redemption arc. so the people you, you get in there, you have, like I said, the daughter of Lucifer, um, who is the over like super joyful. Everything's perfect. How are you doing? Oh, like overly positive. Yes. Um, her girlfriend, um, who has a sort of past that you find out more about later, who is like super war oriented and knows how to protect and fight. Um, you have a, a rough, tough bartender who sits in the like lobby and is the, hey, you got some sorrows? Tell them to me, like the classic bartender mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm, theme. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have the, the twink gay porn star. Um, you have the Does manage- he have a name? Oh, my gosh. So you're not even going to name him? All right, whatever. It's fine. It's Black History Month, but whatever. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> How does that play into it? I don't know. If anything, the um, bartender is the black guy. What do you mean? If anything, is he or is he not? He's voiced by a black man. Who? Uh, I have to get his name. I can't remember. It's Black History Month. You don't even fucking know. Look at, oh yeah, look at this. Oh my gosh. Like, look at this. Why are you roasting me? Like, it's Black History Month. I hate you. And you can't even remember the black the black dude on here? Like, you should uh, come. That should have been the one name you picked up because uh, it's Black History Month. I don't like you. Uh, uh, Keith David. I love Keith David. Yeah, he's the bartender. He is like he voices uh, in Mass Effect. Uh huh. He voices um, um, oh the the the, the, like the one black character in Mass Effect. You know the um, Admiral. Admiral. That should be the name you remember. It's Black History Month. Admiral. Um. Admiral. I can't remember his name in the show, but I know it was Keith David in in Mass Effect the video game. He voices. Go to him. And find out now. I gotta know. It's Admiral Stevens. No, it's Admiral. Uh, I'm not gonna remember it. I'm I'm looking. It's not one of his top known ones. I gotta go find. Well, it Well, definitely not. But um, he was also in Rec Room for a Dream. That movie, the movie I could, that they can burn. I can never watch again. The movie fucked me up. They should show that to make kids not want to do drugs because it was really fucking. Have you ever seen Rec Room for a Dream? No. You need to go watch that shit. Yeah, you just said it fucked me up. I can no, never watch it again. You, you need to go, go watch, watch it. it. You need to go watch it. I'm I'm not even kidding right now. You go watch that shit. Um, it's fine. We need to know that bad. I don't. I don't see it. It's, I mean, it must be really far down. It's cool. Um, but go ahead. But yeah, so you have him. He's he's the bartender. Um, the 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 gay porn star. His name is Angel Dust. Oh, that's cute. Um, the the Lucifer's daughter is Charlie. Her girlfriend is uh Vaggie. Admiral Anderson. There we go. Um, but yeah, and the whole principle, it's just, it's just really funny in shenanigans ensue uh, because, again, the angels don't want to give her the opportunity to let this happen. Um, 
And she keeps trying to get these meetings with them to make sure it happens. Uh, but the, the best part about it is there are songs that are written for this that are then performed by Broadway singers. Mm. So like, there's actually some good bangers, like actually decent songs on it. That's cool. Uh, so it's actually a really good fun time. And even like Emily, who doesn't like cartoons, sat and watched an episode or two. She goes, I'm going to go back and rewatch this. That's cool. That's, uh, that's, that's really awesome. The, the annoying part of it is, though, so I got through season one, and the person who actually created this series, I think, has rumored that the next season doesn't come out till 2027. Have fun. I, yeah, so I'm like, oh, great, this great show. I just watched the entire thing. It, it was really interesting. When's the next one come out? Three years from now. Yep, hope you remember it. Uh, it'll come back up on my Watch Now feed. Will it? Uh, if it gets made. Because all these, all these these apps is changing all their bullshit to siphon more money out of us. And it is, I am not about it. But I have the I have the what's up next on the Apple TV. So, like, if a new show drops on one of the apps, it'll just pop it up on Watch Now feed. Okay. I mean, who, who knew that Apple and Netflix were going to be the ones holding it down for the, for the, for the commercial bullshit? I, I was pissed because Prime just added the yeah. now two ninety nine extra. It. Paramount did it. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking obnoxious. Because even because when they add the commercials, you also lose the ability to download them and watch them offline. Yep. On both or just Prime? On both. If it's commercial, you can't download and watch so them offline stupid. now. Because that's what I would do when I'm going trips. I would download a bunch of shit from both of them. Even for like their own original content? I don't know. Why? But well, has been Hotel Optical C is technically now on an original like Prime yeah. Show. See if let's download it. So stupid. Uh so we do have a party of three. We can yeah. we can in, we can briefly, briefly touch on the Grammys if you want. I have but nothing to talk about. We we had a very I think deep conversation. Been, yeah, I think it's been hit to death. Like it it has been Congratulations, been Miley, on your first Grammy. Right. Really deserved. Um I look at the other songs in that category and do I think that one's the best one? No. But I like Miley Cyrus, so I yes. don't care. Uh, and I think she definitely rocked the stage and had like the personality oh, yeah. of the night. Yeah, and her her whole ode to Tina Turner, in oh, case you gosh. didn't notice. Yeah, with the outfit and then the uh, with the very ending of her performance, with the way she was holding the mic and the way she was doing the legs. Like I was like, this is okay. a full thing for Tina Turner with the hair and everything. Loved it. But yeah, um, and then what was else? Uh, Skizza. What is she? She won something. Skizza. Skizza. Sorry, I know you keep saying Skizza. It's Skizza. Um, she won, I want to say best song, maybe. But I, I liked the one that she won for. Yeah, Kill Bill's a good song. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Taylor won two more on Grammys and whatever. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not whatever. Good for her. Yes, congratulations. Good for her. But it's 13 it or 14. It is not her fault that they, that, that the Grammy voters have voted her that. So I cannot, there is nothing to blame her about. The girl's just putting out her music. It is not her fault that, 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 that she wins those awards. So I think that's where a lot of the discourse is getting mixed. People, people aren't, people aren't pissed at Taylor Swift because she can't control that. It's just that the Grammys keep awarding music that is well, mid, let, let in me, my opinion. Let me just say, I, I think, I think my whatever, whatever comment was like, a okay, no big deal. You've won in the past. Like, it's not like your first. It's not a big, like, okay, you won again. I think it's the, I think it's the conversation of putting, like, they are putting, now they're saying that she is above these amazing artists, like, like, Frank Sinatra, Stevie mm, Wonder, no. Michael Jackson only won album of the year once. Yeah. Like, so now you're elevating her to be above these people. 
And that's where I think the conversation is, is going, where it's like you, because she's not. And that's not even because she, I'm, I'm not saying her music's not good, I'm not saying like that, but, but when you put her up against these people who won three albums of the years or even have won one, like Celine Dion only won it once, yeah. you're nowhere near those fucking people when it comes to talent or changing the music industry, in my opinion. Well, so that's where the conversation is going. It, you're getting into the conversation of like, who's the best basketball player in the world? Michael Jackson, LeBron, Kobe, all of which who never really competed against each other. And then like, it, but you, I think that that's different because yeah. to me, I think that's a conversation that makes sense. Like it's a conversation you could debate. Can you debate? Can you say, Hey, let's have a conversation about, about some of the most influential people, influential musicians in, in, in the world. And then winning album of the year, like Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Frank Sinatra, whatever. Would you put Taylor Swift above those people? I Would you put them in the same conversation? As no, those people? I've generally no. never roped them together. I wouldn't think I ever will. But you but that's that's where she is now. Like she is above these people when it comes to Grammy Awards. So for album of the for year. For number of wins. So to me, it's like I understand the conversation about Kobe, Michael Jordan, and LeBron because they all have like I understand that that being a very passionate conversation. But yeah. to me, when you look at Taylor Swift and you put her against these other people, she doesn't measure up. And that's not saying her music is bad. It's just saying she doesn't measure up to the cultural impact that those people had. So that's to me where my opinion comes in. I think that's the conversation people are, people are having now is it's like, it's not against her. It's like now you're saying that she's above these other people and she's not. So they're calling her the goat. I don't know if they're saying that, but it's just like within I, the I believe her fans would. But I, I, th- I think I think, and that's the other thing. But because we'll for, for not wanting to talk about we'll, the Grammys, we'll I know, and we'll move on. And this, this is the thing that I, that we boiled down to that, that I yeah. said was I was like I was like you can you can stand somebody yes, but I think a true st- a true fan is someone who will who will say I love this person yeah. I love their music. Exactly. I'm going to buy everything they come out, but I'm also going to be able to objectively say this album came out. I bought it. I enjoyed it. Does it stack up to other things? No, this is like her mid. This is not her best album. This is not this. Well, I think that a true fan will criticize the people that they, they, they always want that, that person to push and do more and do better because they like them so much. What was that one TikTok you sent me? It was the comedian doing a stand up, and his comment was like, You could spit facts these people, like, oh, this album sold less copies than the previous album. And the people for like Taylor's like fans would be like, oh, Do you not understand the cultural benefit or like, yeah, behind it's it? like, I'm like, but it's a fact, like, it's true. It sold less, like, you can look at the numbers. It wasn't a knock against her, it just it did it, right? And that's the thing is, like, I think a true fan can say, you know what? I love this person, but this, mm, I was that was that was my cup of tea. I liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it. But I think that's the difference. I think those are the kind of fans we need is someone who could be object, who could say they love somebody and say they're going to buy everything and say they're going to support everything and say they're going to go to their concerts. But when someone well, says, hmm, how would you make this album? They're like, mm, I'd say fourth or fifth out of all of hers. And that'd be, a, that'd be an okay conversation to have. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's whatever. Um, it's a party of three. Yeah. As a, for the non-Grammy conversation again, we talked about the I Grammys. Know. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so party of three this week, yeah. we are reviewing Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yeah. So we are going to be talking and discussing personally, which I guess uh, Greek gods we'd want to have as our parents or kind of like what powers of the Greek gods we'd want to have. I, for me, I went single parents. You went because in or, because this was a single parent type thing, not a single well, parent. Oh yeah, no, no, like, like like yeah, we couldn't have two gods. Like we, it'd right. be like one and like we would be a demigod. Yeah. Which one of them would you want to be one of your parents? Yeah, I think I'm. I mean, do you want to go first? Or do you want, I, I can go first because I was going to say just name all three. 
in your oh, just knock it out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so I am gonna go with Poseidon. Okay. Uh, do you want to do list all three, or do yeah, you want to do list them. and like tell list why? Them. Okay, Poseidon, Hephaestus, and Athena. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know Poseidon is is. Sea god, sure. um, sea god. He can also communicate to horses. He has the power That's of weird. earthquakes. He created That's horses. Weird. He what? he created horses. Seahorses, you mean? No, all horses. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It doesn't have to, but so, he did. Why do you mean it doesn't have to? <laughs> why does he create horses? Like he's, the he's myth the, is he created horses. But he's like the sea. Of, he's the god. He's the sea of god. The god of sea, and th- he's the god of sea. Yeah, horses and, still beast women and shit. Okay. So I don't understand. But, no, but yeah, so, so but like why he create horses? But just the like the powers of being able to control water, able to swim, having water be able to kind of heal you and the ride thing. horses. I guess like sure horseback riding. Yeah. He's the god of horseback riding. When did this happen? Horseback riding? No horses. Okay. Um, but then Pegasi sure. and that stuff. So like so like it's really cool because in the books, if you've read the Percy Jackson books, Percy can talk to horses. So he can talk to the Pegasi who fly him around and, and transport. What him. is a Pegasi? A single Pegasus. <sighs> This just got too precious for my own good. Oh. Okay, let's move on. Who's next? Uh, I said Hephaestus. Uh, he is the god of fire. He, fire, and he is the um, like he wields, god. He wields shit. Yes. Or not wields, but like, not wields, but what's the word I'm looking for? Welds. Welds. Good to take he, you. He is the blacksmith of the, of the god. Excuse you? What did you just call me? <laughs> you heard. Uh, but no, so like the whole point is like you're good at tinkering. You're good at understanding like how things work. You can take things apart and build new things. You can invent a lot of things. And you have the power of fire. So I like that. Okay. Um, and okay. then Athena, obviously the goddess of knowledge. Just you mean strategy. Of war also. That that, that bitch, don't, don't play that bitch with risk. Don't don't challenge her to risk. <laughs> uh, but no, it's like just just like pure intelligence, understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. I, I think it explains itself that you know you just you quickly grasp how things are. You can logically break things down, and you understand arguments and 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 counterpoints. You're good at strategy, like you said. It just those three. I would pick one of those. My favorite, if I had to rank them, would be Poseidon. Okay. 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 Go on. Um. Who Who are your three? Um. I almost want. To, I almost want to see. If you can guess my three. Okay. Um, Aphrodite. I mean, g- just do all three. I'll tell you for Well, it's Aphrodite, um, Zeus, and Apollo. Okay. Um, you got one right. But um, Zeus got too much shit with him. He, he's too far in the sunlight for me. Um, <laughs> but you could, what, you could fly. I don't even know what Apollo does. Apollo is the archer god and the god of the sun. That makes sense as I'm a Sagittarius, but now, yeah. Um, the people that I chose was I chose Poseidon as well. Okay. I also chose. Um, fuck, it just escaped me. Well, what's the the, the god of Aphrodite? Oh, Hades. And, oh, okay. Um, then, okay. And then I also chose Aphrodite. To be fair, so you got yeah. one right. Okay. Um, Poseidon for all the reasons that you named, like yes. like water, water can do some shit. Yes, you know it's there's so much everywhere, and like so much. You could take that into a what, like you like, could take that into like a dark place too. Yeah, yeah. Water could do so much. Like, come on. Um, and then with uh with Hades because I also know that he he is the god of under the underworld and wealth. Yes. Well. So I'm like, well, okay. Like that that is one of the myths is that he is good at his riches you, and stuff like that. But here's the here's the thing I'm gonna say, and this is where we need to maybe clarify. You are then conflating Hades and Pluto. The Roman versus Greek version of the god. The wealth is the Roman, which is Pluto. Sure. 
He'll take it. Okay. We'll take, we'll take, we'll take all those traits. Fair enough. Um, I also think it should be cool to just rule like a oh, whole yeah. world. You know, that would just be cool. And honestly, in this show, the way they made the underworld look, it actually pretty cool. Um, okay. And then Aphrodite, because who doesn't want to be desired? Like, who doesn't want to be? But, okay, here's the thing. Like, I can get a ton of shit just by being desired and loved. I will say, though, the Aphrodite kids in the books, if you want to go based off of books that were written, they're the ones that manipulate the most. They yeah. use love to their, um, you know, full extent. Correct. They break hearts. Mm-hmm. And Aphrodite has the one power, which is actually really cool, which I'm, it's called charm speak to where only certain one of her kids can do it in the book, but you can then, what you say influences the minds of others and they do exactly what you tell them to do. Heartbreaker, you got the best of me, <coughs> but I just keep on coming back incessantly. Oh, why did you have to run your game on me? I should have known right from Start, you'd go and break my heart. Give me your love, give me your love, give me your love. You don't know, I don't know the song. Um, but yeah, that's why I would choose those. Okay, there's no heartbreak about Mariah Carey. No, I show some respect. Look at you, just just tail us with this Celine Dion all over the place. You're like, who's she walking up, walking I, past? I, I will say out of your three, the Hades is what surprises me. Yeah, I like to thought it'd be cool. I'm, I'm like, nobody's really gonna choose Hades, but like, if you think about it, like. Hades doesn't have to be a dickhead, you know? Well, the, so the funny part, again, I'm going to go back to the books, is the kids he's had in the past, a demigods, Hitler, Stalin, like all the big, di- like bad dictators were his kids. But see, when you think of a Slytherin, they might have some bad at seas, but there's I, probably got to be some good ones in there. Hey, throw it in there. There you go. You know, so There you go. Well, there you go, you guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> If we could, if we could be, you know, the kids of a god, I, would, I, would, I want to drown people, manipulate people with, with 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 my charm, and also rule the underworld. You're welcome. Wealth, wealth, and, power, and and, and, and and I want them coins. <laughs> all right. Well, all you know right. what? And 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 MJ wants to ride a Pegasi, whatever the fuck. I want to control water. Sure. Okay. Great. And fire. Okay. Um, <laughs> earth, air, fire, water. All right, you guys. Stay t- stay tuned for this week's review. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are taking a look at Disney Plus Original, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yeah. All right, let's, let's get the game going. Go ahead and give your synopsis. Um, Percy and the Olympians follows a a kid named Percy who is a the son of Poseidon and also a demigod. And his introduction into the world of demigods and is charged with a quest of finding the lightning thief. You mean you, you hit most of them. Demigod Percy Jackson leads a quest across America to prevent a war amongst the gods. Yeah, that. There you go. That's the, the big thing. Yeah. A god, a war of gods. <laughs> Remember when Owen from Grey's Anatomy was Percy Jackson in the movie way back, way back when? When he was his dad? Yeah. Yeah, he was Poseidon. Yeah. Yep, yep. Owen from Grey's Anatomy, he was cute. It's that red hair. You have a thing for gingers. I don't know where that came from. Honestly. It's like when you're like when you grow up and like your taste change, like your taste buds actually change. Yeah. Like back then I used to like bologna, but now I'm like, who would eat this fucking mess? <laughs> you know? How did you just compare redheads to bologna? I don't know. Because like you can you can't tell me that redheads are the same thing with bologna. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Compressed and, and assorted 
I'm kidding. Random parts of meat. I love them now. I love rice now. You do. It's a thing. But you don't like bologna anymore. I hate bologna. Why do we eat? Well, like just the texture. But okay, when you eat, when you ate it, did you eat it fresh or did you like fry it? it? I can't think about it. 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 Can't think about it. So, Captain Crow. Yeah. All right. So let's. let's I'm gonna go through like the three main characters. Yeah. We can yeah. touch base if you want on some of the cameos, but yeah, yeah, yeah. three main characters. Uh, obviously, Percy Jackson, played by Walker Scoble. Walker Scoble? So, yeah, Percy is our titular main character. And Percy, short for Perseus. You know what? I actually think Perseus is a cute boy name. I actually really like it. And I wouldn't call him Percy. I would call him Perseus. But, see, Percy makes me think of Harry Potter when I hear it. What? Percy Weasley, like that's when I hear the name Percy, oh, that's my first thought. I would just stick with Percy is, to be fair. Um, but yeah, he is a demigod. He yeah. is a son of one of the big three, as they call him in the books. That mm-hmm. is a kid of Zeus, Hades, or Poseidon. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called the big three because they are, tend to be more powerful than most. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Percy is. And he's like, you know, a little weird. But he's he doesn't he doesn't know why he's weird. He's he's all he's been weird. He, it, it's the Harry Potter complex. Like he's yeah. always been weird, and his life is so horrible. But there's something extraordinary about him. Well, you know? it, it's it's the he's got OCD. So he the people think he's like estranged or something like yeah. weird. Well, he's just strange, like the same thing about Harry Potter. Yeah. Got it. Next, who's uh, who's playing Hermione? <laughs> that is going to be our Annabeth Chase, uh, mm-hmm. who's played by Lee Jeffries. Yeah. Hashtag Hermione, and who is she? The book smart one, the one that has all the strategy, the one that knows everything. Am the I right? Daughter of Athena. Right, but she knows. But she knows everything. She got all the tricks. She yep. got all. She knows all the information. Yep. She's the the she's the smart one. Yep. Hermione. Exactly. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. So what's our last one? Ron Weasley. He's there for comedic effect. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I mean, you, seriously, you are not wrong. I mean, to be when these books come out, because to be fair, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to start calling this author's uh, integrity into question. <laughs> no, I know that sounds like that's where I'm going, but I'm not. I, I think the first, like, because there's 15 books. There's three. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. three five book series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first five books, which is what this is going through, mm-hmm. 2009. Okay, so they come out after Harry Potter. Yeah, but it can be inspired by. I mean, you could you could you could tell this is what this is. Like, you could look at this and go, "Oh yeah, that's Harry, Hermione, and Ron." But yeah, you there's your, your three titular, like, yeah. companion comrade. And not just because it's three. It's because even the personalities. So Grover. Who, who Grover Underwood, him? played by uh, Aryan Simhana. Yeah. And I guess he's not really, like, Grover's, like, this, he's a, what is he? Seder. He's a satyr. Yeah. Which is, which is what? Uh, he is basically a uh, half goat man. So his bottom half is goat hooves and legs, and he has horns. But what did he do, though? He is a watcher um, and a protector. So he is charged with finding the demigods because in our mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. Uh, they emit what's kind of like a smell or like an aura that attracts uh, the bad guys, the monsters. Yeah. Um, and he protects them slash brings them to the Half-Blood camp. Mm. Um, so he is in charge of that. His- Half-Blood Prince. See? <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? His main goal of what he wants to do with his life is become a, um, oh my God, I forget the term that he uses. He wants to get his license to have the right to go search for Pan, the god of nature, who is a who is like the most powerful satyr ever created. Yeah. The like look of like, okay. Who else? 
Uh, who else do you want to go through? Do you want to go through? Actually, first? we 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 have to do we have to do an honorable mention. Okay, and this is this is a spoiler or anything, but we we have to, we we cannot go through this without actually honorable mentioning honorably mentioning Lance Reddick, who plays the late Lance Reddick, who plays Zeus. Yes, in 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 here, and Lance Reddick is one of those. I think we bring him up. We brought him up a few times where he is a guy who is all, like a, like a Keith David almost, where he is. This man has been around. He's a lot oh my of gosh, stuff. Yes, and he's good. Like. I think my first time seeing him was in that was in the show Fringe on Fox like years ago. Oh, but wow. Lance Reddick is like was like to me just one of those characters that I felt one of those actors that was just always around. I don't think we appreciated him enough, but he does play Zeus in this, which is actually really cool. So I just and I unexpected, had to yeah, it was unexpected. So I had to bring that up just because it's Lance Reddick. Like, how can we not? And the other big cameo that I wasn't expecting, um, Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was unexpected to see have him playing her- Hermes. Yes, not that to be was... confused with Hermes. <coughs> yes, exactly. And correct me if I am wrong, but the big dragon lady—that was Megan Mullally, was it not? The big dragon lady, the, the one... harpy. I don't know the, the one who was called like like one of the Furies that came on sure. the bus. Yes. Yeah. Was that Megan Mullally? Uh, it was. Uh, I believe so. My brain is standing with Megan Mullally. Uh, yeah, it is. I knew it. I knew it. So Megan Mullally also uh, yeah. of Will and Grace Payne as well. Yep. So you, that's for you all. So yeah, basically, I know it was a short cast list, but that's basically who we have. Oh my God, that one guy wasn't something. Aries. Aries is a wrestler, I think. Are you sure? What's his real name? Uh, I'll look it up. But also, I'm um, trying to figure out because he was in. Oh, I'm, I'm picturing it. I'm Copeland. picturing it. Go to go to his thing. I'm picturing it. He was. I'm picturing like a really big head and um, he was in fuck. Is this? Oh my gosh. I'm really trying to work my brain out right now. Like he, um, Oh my God. I could picture what I could picture the scene that he's in and I just can't figure out the movie. What is, what movie was it? I mean the, everything here is like WWE WrestleMania, blah, 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 There's blah, a movie blah. in there. Uh, There's a movie or TV show. Let me go back up. It wasn't Buffy, was it? No, it wasn't Buffy. Let's see. From the top. Because uh, I remember his uh, his bone structure being very crazy. Vikings. No. He was in almost 25 episodes of Vikings for That makes years. sense, but that wasn't that's not what I'm thinking. Uh Trailer Park Boys. Maybe I should can I can I scroll yeah. through? And then I can I can I can tell you. So here's the thing. So it wasn't it wasn't the flash. It wasn't any of this WWE B? I'll say he, the main thing. He is a wrestler. Is he? Yeah, I've never seen this man in wrestling. But the last time I watched, you wrestling, watch wrestling very often. No, you know what? I don't know. He's trying to call my integrity into uh, into question over here. Trying to call my integrity into question. He was somebody else. I'll say it's a lot of wrestling references on this list. Is that him? Yeah, this picture makes him look kind of cute, but I know he's not. Um. Actor, okay, hold on, let's look. I think he, he was. Uh, this is gonna bug me forever. I'm never gonna figure it out. I'm also laughing when it's not the guy you think it is. It is the guy I think it is. Okay. okay, this is gonna take longer than I thought, so I'll figure it out. So go ahead. Um, okay, so but the show centers around kind of the first book of the original five book tri- uh, arc that Percy Jackson goes on. Uh, the first book from the series is Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And the whole point is, like we said, he goes on a quest to prevent a war amongst the gods. Um, we really start out Percy not knowing who he is, doesn't know his heritage, doesn't understand the demigods and all the Greek mythology that he learns in school 
really is, I mean, actual real life. Um, his mom has really been hiding him most of his life to make sure that he was kept safe and having people or have the monsters and all the other demigods and other people who would want to attack him. Correct. Just avoid and, and not be around him. Um, and she's having trouble because he, he seems to be a kind of in trouble most years. He gets kicked out of schools on a regular basis. So they're usually having to find new schools year to year for him to go to. Um, but we've, we really start here with the last straw and they finally figure out that he's getting old enough and he's putting off enough power because of who his dad is, uh, that they need to have more protection. So he ends up getting sent to the half blood camp, which is in the upstate New York. I don't know how it ended up being in upstate New York. I'm mean, nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Well, the whole premise is that in the again in the books that Greek like they move with the West. So as it started in Greece and the population, the big like majority of the West moved to America. That's how they came to America. Mm-hmm. So all these other gods that are used to be in like Greece and Italy and all these other places over in Europe then kind of had to s- sort themselves out in America. Um, and you find out in one of the later books that Olympus ended up in New York on the East coast because the, um, mountain or palace of the, uh, Titans, which were their enemies was always on the West coast of whatever country they're in. So that's out in California. Geography. Yes. So I get why it's on the East coast, but just, I don't understand why New York besides that. It's just the biggest city on the East coast, I guess. That's why they want to be somewhere important. Yeah. Center of everybody. So basically, the the thing is, is that these guys be down here fucking, and just, it's, just, it's just, what gods do. Just be having illegitimate children. Um, well, and you find out later that for funsies, and you find out later in the book that uh, children of the big three, again Poseidon, Zeus, and Hades, aren't supposed to happen. They made a pact back after World War II because there's just their children can cause so much damage and have so much power. Mm. They just don't need to have any. Um, but you find out that Zeus had an illegitimate child of. Dahlia, who is now a tree guarding the grounds of the camp. And Poseidon had his illegitimate child of Percy. So there's two that were there. One is no longer alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Percy gets to Half-Blood um, camp, finds out what's kind of going on. Um, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but he kind of gets influenced to go on his quest because his mom gets stolen. Yeah. Um, that's the main backbone of like, oh, I'm going to go for my mother Mm-hmm. But everybody else is sending me for this other reason, which is to find the master bolt of Zeus. Right. And yeah, so it, I, I, which is why it's like the lightning thief. Exactly. You know, someone stole this, the master bolt from Zeus and um, now he is charged with, with going and he gets to pick his own team to go. Yeah. So he picks Annabeth, Amaya Granger, and he picks Grover <laughs> Ron Weasley, yeah, to accompany him on his quest. Uh, Annabeth is 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 willing to go. You know, she doesn't know him that well because she's trying to win back favor with her mother, Athena, for whatever reason. I forgot. Um, and I don't know if they go to it in the in the show. She was told that she was supposed to go on a quest, um, and then it would have like a big influence later on in life. So mm. she's been waiting to go on a quest for a while. Right. 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 And then grow and then Grover just because he's his protector and that's just yes who we chose and obviously he um, doesn't know anybody else in that camp besides cute Luke Luke was cute um, Luke was cute the who, other what kind of kid was Luke who who was, who was this kid uh, he is the son of Hermes then, mm. um, and he's and the description in the book is he's supposed to be like surfer boy hurt me <laughs> he's also like sixteen 
No. <laughs> I take back everything. Um, but the other thing is, and I'll, I'll mention this, um, because everybody thinks Percy is the one who stole the bolt, Zeus is, is revving up to start a war with Poseidon, which a war between two of the big three is an issue. I mean, for two reasons, because he, because he had a child he wasn't supposed to, I guess. And yes. It's, it, obviously, it's like, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. But, exactly. But still, yeah, I guess that is the other reason. Um, yeah. But that, that's like the kind of the third, like, so like, again, Percy goes, save his mother, save the world, and to prevent the war, like, that's kind of the backbone of this quest. Right. Uh, so. You, sound, you seem like you have questions. Because I, I don't. I just. Uh, I have read 10 of the 15 books in this yeah, series. Yeah, I get that. And that's perfectly fine So li- me. So ask so me. We've, I will fill in. Well, we've got to. We, we, let, let's put that out. Yes. The book portion of, of, of this. Fair enough. Um, I, I think. I think. And maybe it's the way that this show this show was, but okay. I never fully grasped that this was like a dire situation. Yeah, there was. It, it, yes. I think it was. Oh, I will say the lady who played Medusa. So cool. That was a great. I episode. loved, I thought, I thought her, I thought whoever she was like that character was like cool. I was like, okay, she's fucking cool. Just like, her voice and the way she sounded, the way she, I was like, she's fucking cool. Yeah. I think out of me, that's the character I remember the most to be honest. Um, but it, I, I think, I think I just never, I feel like the plot never solidified. Like I couldn't figure out what the there, fuck we were doing. There was a lot that, and I agree. And again, I, I, we're, I'm not, we're not gonna talk about the books, but it's very similar to the pacing and intensity of the books were intensity of like how dire things were like that's the book was very chill and it didn't seem like there's a lot mm, at stake. Okay, okay. Okay. So that I feel like the show there, there wasn't a lot of difference between there was a couple scenes mm. that were extra. Mm-hmm. So it is very similar mm. and the, the vibe and the kind of like, like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. The world's supposed to end in seven days, but you never see anything about the war <clears throat> between Zeus and Poseidon. Cause you don't hear about yeah. oh, there's earthquakes here and storms constantly here. You just like it's three kids traveling across the country to get from one coast to the next. I think I know what my problem is a little bit. Yeah, I think what? I'm comparing, and and I might mean to do it, and I've already done it. I think I'm comparing this to Harry Potter, and because 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 yeah. there are a lot of parallels. It's like the whole demigod world can't be seen by normals, which is the same thing in not all normals. Yeah, which is the same thing in Harry Potter, where like they can't see it. They things can happening, and yeah. and yeah, you don't want to do magic in front of them, but they really can't see it. Well, but that's in where in Harry Potter the spells prevent it. Yes, you have the mist in the Percy Jackson, which kind of prevents, but people can break through that. The illusion can be right broken, where the spells in Harry Potter can't, unless you like openly go go through here. But wasn't that part of the whole thing with Harry Potter was like he he did magic in front of a, in front of a Muggle, yeah, and he got in trouble for it, right? So the Muggle saw him do magic, yeah. So the, so it's the same thing; they can still see it, but like just just like the effects of things, like like they can't see the the, the Dementors. So like, I think that's what, what I was drawing. Like there were certain things where I was drawing parallels, and I was just like Harry Potter did this better, and I think that might be my problem. So as I've told you to separate the books from this, I'm gonna try and separate my thoughts, yeah, from from harry potter okay um 
but with even with that, I, I I had a hard time following what was happening. I think how so to the point. I, I think to me, I was like, I don't think I understood what the what what the quest was actually like. What what are we? I didn't understand we were gaining from it. I I mean, he could have just went and said, you know what, I'm gonna go, you know, try and find my mom, and done that without even having to do this. I guess uh, the camp would not let him leave unless you're on a quest. So they would have forcibly kept him at camp. I mean, Jason Mizuki ain't making nobody stay at that fucking camp. But Chiron, the the trainer, and all the other campers are. Jason Mizuki is in this, you guys. Yeah, that's a random, random cameo. Way. Yeah, um, Mr. D, Dionysus. Okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense. And maybe I missed a lot of a, a, a lot of pieces of it. Maybe that was, maybe that was part of it. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing again. The premise of camp is mm-hmm. you're there to train and understand the powers you have as a demigod. Mm-hmm. Not all demigods are claimed, so you don't know what cabin right. you're supposed to go into. Right. But the whole is just, you're either there to live permanently or learn how to survive when you go back into the real world. Every so often, <clears throat> campers are allowed to leave and go do things during the summer only when they're giving quests. Otherwise, you're kept at the camp to make sure you're protected. Okay. Um, I did enjoy, um, I'll say one, one of the things I, I thought was cool was 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 meeting, meeting a couple of the gods. I thought that was kind of yes. cool. I thought that was like being able to meet Ares, being able to meet uh, Hermes, being able to meet Zeus, yeah. and, you know, Poseidon, I guess, the, uh, and Hades, actually. We, we, we met five. I mean, can we get some female representation up in this bitch? But uh, we, we met all of them, and, and they were all varying ethical backgrounds. Like, you know, we said Zeus yeah. is black. Uh, Poseidon is a fucking redhead, um, and then we get Ares, who is just white, and then we have Manuel Manuel Miranda, who is you know of his uh, I would I would I want to say that descent, but I'm not sure, but we know he's yeah black. yeah he is. Uh, and Medusa was black, which was cute. Yes. Um. So yeah, I like the fact that we were like, oh, we met um that one dude, Ares. No, with the with with, with the water maze. What what, what was uh. What was his with the water what was his name with the with the water thing and the chair and the throne and turn people to gold? Oh, Hermes. No, or, uh, sorry, uh, Hephaestus. Hephaestus. We met Hephaestus as well. Yeah. Oh, white dude. Um, but yeah, I like the fact that we learned about that. I I was like, I would like to know more about these gods. Like for me, I found them more interesting. Yes. Than our actual characters personally and and you'll find this out if they continue the series on they adapt greek mythology so the tales from greek mythology into proponents of the quest so like for instance in the second to last episode percy goes into that bed shop and there's a greek mythology myth or myth where this gentleman would try to have people sit on a bed but depending on what hung off your head your legs whatever he would cut off the remaining part so you would always perfectly fit. That's who that character was. They never got into that. Um, and in the book, Annabeth and Grover get tricked into being on the bed, so they're slowly having things come down to cut them into pieces, and Percy has to save him, and a lot of things is like, oh, I've heard this myth. How did it go? And he has to like, remember how the myth went. Yeah, because they and that was that was something I think they lost a little bit of in the show because they do mention because they mention it maybe three or four times in the show. Oh, I've been told these stories. Oh, I've been told these yeah. stories, but they never really drew the line very clearly as uh, to yes. what 
what was it? Like, I would have liked, like, what do you mean you heard the story? Oh, it's the story about blah, blah, blah. And I think he did do that a little bit, but it just There's didn't. There's a few. They, they, they kind of definitely quickly glossed over a lot to get yes, to the Yes, it's, it's like they didn't, let it, they didn't let it make an impact. They didn't let it hit to me. Yeah. And I think that was what I was, I think that's where I was like, oh, these stories are going to come into play. Every and, and I guess they I guess they did in a way. I just feel like the impact of it was very small. Because we yeah. all know about Medusa. Like that's not a story. Exactly. We all know. I mean, I think he knew he knew how Medusa became Medusa. Yes. But so did Annabeth. Yes. But that's where the Medusa scene in the book is more like the original Percy Jackson movie, where it's like she's chasing them through the area and they have to like keep their eyes closed. And they never had like a a sit down with her where they knew it was Medusa. Right. Uh, it's like like the, in the book, the moment that Medusa was like, oh, I'm Medusa, fight happened. Where like in the show, she's like, oh, just come in, chill. Yep, I'm Medusa. You know who I am. Not a big, like, so there's a couple differences. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do wish, and this is why I like the, the stories, I like the Greek mythology of it. I love Greek mythology. Yeah, I think Greek mythology is cool. Um. And later on in the series, they bring in more gods and kind of the history of how the gods have interacted and why things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, just like Harry Potter, the first book really is is there to kind of somewhat get you hooked. Yeah. The rest really fill out the world and kind of you you get in the groove and see what this is really supposed to be. Yeah, I get that. Uh, so, Bay of the Week. I want to say, and I hate to do this, but Percy. Okay. Well, I'm torn between Percy and Annabeth. Really? Sorry, go ahead. Um, I, I like Annabeth's character. Okay. I think she's the one they changed the most in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm going to go with Percy. Okay. I'll agree. I, I don't, I, I, honestly, I... <laughs> I'll go into my watch now, but uh, yeah, I'll agree. All right. So, so yeah, Percy, Bay of the Week. I mean, again, the main character, but really out of the three, I think he's the most likable. His journey really did kind of pique my interest more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I get this whole first five book series, which is going to be if they do a book per season, follows him. Um, the second five book series really does give you a lot of variation and who it follows. It's not just one person. Mm-hmm. And how, so it, it definitely changes a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but he is going to be the main character for five books, i.e. possibly five seasons if they continue. Got it. Got uh, it. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I'll let you, is this a watch or not? Here's the thing with me. It's a not a watch. Um, I wanted to like this. I really did. And I think part of it is like, I think the story was convoluted. I don't think it, any. I don't think anything that happened in the show gave made like a real huge impact to me. Okay. I I think the acting was not great. Um, and I know that they I know that they're kids, but it just yeah. And maybe part of it was the I don't know. There was just something that was just so utterly unconvincing about some things. And there were some really there were some points in, in the show that I was like, this isn't even needed. Like when they are. Um, when they are in, uh, when they do get to the underworld and they're running the forest and um, the little roots thing happened, not, not the roots, you guys, the racist black history month. Um, like the root, the whole roots thing. The, the field of asphodel with the people who are stuck in becoming the trees. Yeah. I was like. Not in the book. 
I was like, what is this? That whole that whole thing was like pointless to me. Like it made added for the show. It made no sense because it was like this happens. People have regrets, but we never really went back and tried to figure out which character had regret. Like th- that, like that never came back. Like I don't understand. Like that to me was just like so. It it, it was just like it was just so. They, this was the. This was the. I know I said I wasn't going to do it, but I got to. This was the chess scene. No, Ron, no. He's gonna sacrifice himself. Like but but there was no like like there was nothing to raise it to that. Like there was like everything was just so ugh. Um so to your point, A, that was a scene added for the show only. It's not in the book. Okay. And B well, the regret that she has, if you saw what it was, it was one of two things. Um it was either gonna be the regret of Thalia dying and becoming mm-hmm. the tree which they don't want to introduce her yet. Or it was going to be something with Luke, which would be like, why is she, why, why is that important? Yeah. It just didn't, it, 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 it was, it wasn't needed. It, it there would were, ruin further episodes yeah, in, in series. There were definitely some cool things. Like the three headed dog would obviously called back to sorcerer stuff. Like there was a lot of things that called back to like, but it's the guardian of the underworld. He has I get to be it. There. I get it. And maybe that's where, the three-headed dog came from in Harry Potter. Who knows? There it are is. a lot of parallels, and that, that is that is the reason why I I, I didn't like this. And I, I, I honestly, I don't think it's to me. I don't think it's a watch. I just think that I, I don't think it was good enough. I just don't think it was up. To, I just don't think if this show is going to introduce me and, and kind of make me want to buy the books, I don't care. Like I left it going, uh, eh. yeah. So that's me. Um, so for me, I we we've definitely seen where you cannot separate Harry Potter from this. I cannot separate the books from this. And I openly admit the books are better. I mean, that's the case for a lot of things. but It, it is. Um, but there's there's a lot that they added to this mm-hmm. that they are definitely, if you know the books, setting this up for the rest of the series, for the, like, the next five books, the next five seasons, that were not even mentioned or talked about until like three or four books into this. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Lotus Hotel where they meet mm-hmm. Hermes and talk to Never happened. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know any of that stuff, what he's talking about with his mother and things like that happened in like the third book of this series. The whole Aphidel thing where she got stuck with a root with Annabeth never happened. Again, it sets up other things that are going to happen in season two, season three, blah, 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 blah. So that's where I like I, the pacing and what happens in the books. I just like the books better, but me knowing what's coming and finally getting to be able to see this properly done because the movies did not do a good job of representing the books Mm. i liked it so i'm gonna say it's a watch if you read the books if you haven't read the books and you have no investment in this series beforehand don't waste your time so so it's like a it's like a watch caveat yeah i don't i don't i don't have that because my my brain goes to like like after game of thrones came out it made me want to read the books yeah like like a show that's based on books, like if I watch it and it makes me want to read it, yeah, yeah. then I'm like, this show did a good job. Even if they've changed things of introducing me and making me want to go, okay, I wonder what the and books I, are I like admit, I don't now. think this would make most people want to read the books. Like, I think this is a show for people who have already read them. Okay. Because like Lockwood & Co., yeah. you know, it was canceled. They made me want to go read the books. I agree. So that to me, that's where I'm coming from. Like, I've never read the books. Does this make me want to go and dig into them? No, it doesn't. No, this is a, if you've read the books, watch the show. I feel like this is a, okay, it's a little bit more of a reinterpretation. Just be disappointed? I, I wasn't. I okay. mean, I, I, it okay. wasn't as bad as it could have been. Well, I mean, that could be said for a lot of things. I agree. 
Um, but no, I, I didn't walk away thinking, oh, they ruined the books that I like. Okay. It was like, okay, you add in and you gave me the visualization of this that I've been wanting for so long. But yeah. again, it's a, I liked it as a complimentary to the books. If I had not read them, I probably wouldn't say watch it. Okay. I just, I also could, I also could get behind Grover and have they put that shoes, those shoes on him. Like that was stupid to me. I'm like, I'm like those shoes that slip off. Like they would slip off. He's they, got hooks. They did slip off. They didn't slip off. Like it took him a long time to come off of his feet. And I'm like, that's they, not how that shit works when you have hooves. Like his feet ain't even in the toe part of they, this fucking they, shoe. They probably tied them really tightly. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Like that to me was like, this is dumb. He's got hooves for, for free. Like the well, shoes, the shoes will fall off. Like he wouldn't be able to walk in these. I agree. Trust, trust me though. I Grover is a funny character in the books. And he's they they cast him well. He wasn't funny he, in this. Th- he could have been so much better. He wasn't funny. He seemed like a th- a lot of a lot of them seemed like throwaways. To be fair, see Grover is that like scaredy cat. The uh, are you sure you want to go in there? Kind of like shaggy mentality from he's like Scooby Doo. He's Ron Weasley. He's not Ron Weasley. Luke was the most was was probably the most compelling character in this whole show, and he was barely in it. His whole in his whole scene in the last episode to me was like I'm like okay, this to me makes sense. Did we do? Did, I, did we telegraph it? Yeah, I just felt like everything was so easily like it, everything was so. It's fine. We've already discussed it. But see, the thing is of what he was. I don't want to ruin. The we don't books need to ruin other it. Seasons. Don't ruin it. No, I say for you if you want to watch more. I'm not gonna watch more, and I'm not gonna read these books. <laughs> so I don't I'll, I'll talk to you offline. I don't. We don't need to. We don't need to take it offline. So okay. we, don't need to, we need to circle back. Okay. We don't need to like put a pin in that or uh-huh. or uh, or table it or put it or make it a parking lot. I don't need to do any of those things. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> a parking lot item. These things. I cannot stand this corporate jargon. Uh. So yeah. So <laughs> yes. Um. Well, so as I say, our I think our opinion of is most people probably haven't read these books, so it's probably not a watch. For me, it's not. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have a, like I said, it's I'm a caveat. Sorry. It's a watch if you've read the books. Yeah, it's it was it was it was it was it was it was fine. It was fine. It was it was there. It happened. Yeah. So you know, D- Disney will make another season. Yeah. Hopefully, it will be better. Mm-hmm. I won't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So we will talk to you all in. A couple of weeks. Yeah. But check out our socials. You know, we've got some stuff in the works for y'all on the social media tip. Whoop, whoop. We want a TLC tip. Um, And even though the game is technically already over when this drops, who are you voting for or like hoping for? Uh, Kansas City. Someone's a bandwagon fan. I don't care about either team. You know, and I will say one thing because I've said this before because even though earlier I talked about how Taylor Swift is it musically up to probably the other stuff if kansas city loses they're gonna blame that woman and they and i know they are and that's gonna be bullshit because they already blame her for everything it is not her fault that the media wants to put her on puts to put her in every fucking shot it is not her fault that that they want to tie her in and make her be like the person that is either helping travis kelsey or kansas city win or helping them lose so i so for so it's gonna really be annoying if they lose and they because they will blame media will blame her and that's well, actually pretty shitty and it's actually really annoying because she's already got a fully she's already got a victim complex already that she shouldn't have anymore and they're just going to reinstate that and make her think that her victim complex is even more relevant which is also going to annoy me oh yeah see the reason i chose kansas city is because they these two teams were in the super bowl four years ago and i'm pretty sure the chiefs won and i just want kansas city to win against them I think Christian McCaffrey's hot. So wait, who's the other team? It's the 
49ers. Oh, I think Christian McCaffrey's hot. Okay. Is he in the 49ers? Uh, I think so. So I just want him to win because he's hot. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah, you're welcome. So hopefully he won. By the time this comes out, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like he's the only person in the Super Bowl. I don't even know who their, I don't even know who their quarterback person is. Let's just, let's just both admit that we're just watching it for the concert. I'm not watching the movie or the show or the game at all. We're watching for the commercials and the Usher concert. I don't even watch for the commercials because they're not even that good anymore. Blah. You agree. They're not. Um, all right, you guys. We'll <laughs> talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at watchornot with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon.